What is going on? Welcome to Land Podcast. This is Jake Hofer, and this week we are covering a variety of topics, uh, including some of the tools I use on a weekly basis when I'm looking at land, and also some additional thoughts that may help someone, whether they already own a piece of ground or looking to buy. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Before we get into this week's conversation, first things first, the goal of this podcast is to help 100 people buy their first piece of ground. And there's a couple ways to get involved. Number one, if you are in the state of Illinois, I'm licensed here and happy to help you navigate the waters of buying your first farm. Number two, if you are outside of Illinois and you want to get connected with someone I would personally do business with, let me do so. If I don't know someone in that area, I'm just going to let you know because you can Google. And uh, if I connect you with someone, I want you to have a really great experience. So those are people that I would personally do business with. And number three, if you just simply learn something from this, maybe you have enough information to take action confidently through this, then that is fantastic. Let me know. I want to add you to that list. As mentioned previously, I have a lot of exciting announcements that will be coming here very soon. So I'll be happy to share that. But before we get into this, just want to say thanks over the last year. It's been Really fantastic. Uh, all the people that I've had the ability to connect with, all the people that have reached out, it is really, it's hard to put into words. I'm just really thankful for everyone that has uh, taken action, scooped up some ground, felt confident, learned some new things, and also thankful for everyone that has taken the time to hop on here and record. Next week, we are going to have Sam from the Whitetail Partners on here, and I have a lot of interesting topics to dive in with him. But let's go ahead and get into some of the tools that I use on a weekly basis that you should be using to be more efficient looking at land. So let's get into it. One of the first things that I think is so awesome and something I do if I'm really interested in a parcel is I will go on to the University of Illinois Extension Office website and you're able to look at aerial images of the entire state of Illinois for every township and every section and look at what the land looked like from a from a helicopter, or not from a helicopter, from an airplane at that time. And it is so crazy how much some areas had changed over the last hundred years and how some areas look so similar. And what I'm doing is to look for maybe existing old roads, looking at the trees that are on it, maybe looking at if it was farm ground at one point. And all these different things are going to tell you little clues about a parcel that you're interested in that really you wouldn't know because unless you, you know an old timer that's in that area and remembers exactly what it looked like back then. But you can literally go through the entire state of Illinois and just look at all the different things. And it's honestly pretty cool just to look at old towns to see what they looked like. And I want to say that project was sometime in the 1930s to 1947. So you can just check out the entire area, see what was farm ground, see what wasn't farm ground, look to see if it was old pasture and just a really cool tool. And if you don't want to look that far back, Google Earth actually has a lot of different filters on when there was satellite imagery. I want to say there was a, one farm that I looked at um, that I was really interested in. It went back to like 1980. And you can just see how different things looked. And I tell you what, the 1930s to the 1940s aerial imagery is way more clear than what you would ever guess. The 1980s Google imagery was okay, and then it goes through, and you can look at the 90s and then throughout the 2000s. And what you can figure out there from a more close perspective is what has happened with that farm over the years, how much has it changed, how much has the neighborhood changed, and just the more information, and you can look back over the years and see 
How often does that field flood? Did it flood in the year 2005? And I think that's really cool. Not as efficient as another tool that I'll be talking about, but that's something to consider. Look at that ground, learn as much as you can, and old aerial imagery is going to help. I don't know much about other states. I know we had a guest from Pennsylvania that used a similar tool, and he could see all the different road systems from when it was logged a long time ago. And uh, after he saw that, it all kind of made sense. So that often happens with myself. When I'm looking at these farms, go and walk them, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's, this is why this species of tree is here. This is why this species of tree isn't here. So really cool. Next thing is an online mapping software that is <clears throat> something I've learned to use here over the last couple of months is acres.co. And what that is, it's basically an all-in-one mapping software that provides landowners. It has FSA acreage, it has soil maps, it has floodplains and all these different things. <clears throat> and what my favorite thing is for that one is you can click parcels and change the years for basically every two years when <clears throat> they fly the FSA uh, digital imagery or when they take pictures of it. And so that is really cool. You can see once again, how often does that field flood? What did it look like? Is there wet spots in those fields? Was the farm cut pretty heavily in the past? What does the neighborhood look like? Well, how much has it changed? And acres.co is really impressive. It has sales comps on there and the imagery is just really clean and crisp. And I tell you what, I use that as basically my main tool when I'm looking at farms now. And the other interesting thing too is you can go in and create a shape similar to what you would do on Onyx and then get a soil report. So let's say you want to put in a food plot and you're curious what the soil rating is or what capabilities that area may have. It's able to derive that information and tell you. So for instance, one farm I looked at was an old strip mine and I had like a PI here in Illinois of 80 or something even worse than that, which means it's really bad, which you would be very limited to what you could grow. And then another farm has a PI of 130, which is really good black dirt, and it has had grown up. So that one would be an example of you could plant corn and beans, and not only plant corn and beans, you could probably get a really good crop, assuming it would stay dry. So once again, just the more you know, the more tools you have, the more information you can have going into a deal, the better. And maybe that just means you're not going to move forward with a particular parcel because you're able to look at all this different, different information before even stepping foot on the ground. That is huge. Save ever, save yourself time, save everyone time and do your due diligence and then go look at it. The next thing I would say is become much more acquainted with government programs. That could mean a whole slew of things, but just trust me on that. Reach out to those county offices, learn as much as you can. Maybe reach out to other landowners that have a good amount of experience and let them ask, tell you the questions you should be asking and just learn as much as you can because I found that there is a big delta of knowing what you should ask and what you should do versus uh, maybe what you would naturally go about if you didn't know those things. So that would be another suggestion to really dive into and just become an expert on all things that you can and maybe become an expert is not the right phrase, but maybe just learn more so you can be more effective with the questions that you should ask. Land can be really complex. There's some farms that are so cut and dry, so simple. This is what you need to do. This is, uh, these are your best options. And then you look at another farm that's in a wetland and has different restrictions on what you can and can't do. And you just don't want to buy a farm and think that you can do all these different things, but maybe you are restricted based off of where the farm's at. Kind of a rare case, but something to keep in the back of your mind. All right. And for the next thing, this is something that I think is pretty interesting. And obviously 
a lot of folks on here are folks that listen to Dave Ramsey or has followed the Tony Total Money Makeover book or maybe he's listened to his podcast. But this is kind of a different spin to that because it's something that uh, I know he would not preach. But regardless, if you're listening to this and you want to buy your first piece of recreational land, here's something to consider. So if you have a truck or car payment right now, let's say it is $600, that is costing you $100,000 of borrowing power at 6% interest rate for 30 years. So for instance, let's say you eliminate your truck payment or maybe you don't buy a new truck and you use that monthly payment towards your land payment. Very likely that car payments are keeping you out of owning recreational land. And anyone that you've listened to her on this podcast or maybe some other folks that you've personally asked for advice you have to start small. You have to build up to larger pieces. And that $600 a month could could be very well your first small parcel or maybe uh, double that. And now you're talking about a much larger track. So keep that in mind. Pay down those debts, eliminate a car, a car loan, and you're going to be able to own a piece of recreational land much quicker, um, have less pinch on your budget, and just create that margin in your life in order to go ahead and plunge and make that purchase. And another thing to mention, maybe that's student loans for you to just aggressively pay that stuff down. I know I made a point through, I would say my early twenties to basically pay down all my student debts, have no other debts other than my mortgage. And that set me up for the opportunity to buy more land. I know everyone's life is situated a little bit differently. I know everyone has different responsibilities. I know everyone has different levels of income. But these are things that everyone can, can control. These are all things that people can aspire to do better. And I think that will help you set yourself up in order to buy land and continue to snowball that down the road. So that is what I would say. If you had a truck payment and you had a student loan payment, clear those suckers out and you'll be really rolling and have the ability to buy land sooner than you could ever imagine. That's all I have for this week. Next week, like I said, we're going to have Sam from Whitetail Partners and we're going to be diving into a lot of things that... Folks should consider before they buy their first piece of ground, maybe look at what is deal breakers, what are good things to consider, what are just basically the entire pros and cons list when prospecting for land. Some questions you should be asking yourself right now if you do own some land on how you could be improving it the next year and so much more. So I hope you guys enjoy that episode. If you're a first time land buyer and you haven't shared your story, reach out. I would love to have you on here and have your story shared with everyone. I think there's so much value from hearing other folks go through the entire process, how they went through the, the process of getting uh, their down payment, how they got pre-qualified, the questions they asked other agents, why did they end up buying the farm that they bought, maybe some mistakes that they learned now as they've owned that farm for a little bit of time, or maybe some things that they would do again. We wanna hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to have you here on the show. And that is it. Hope you guys have a fantastic week. See ya.